You're listening to Karen Swain, teacher of deliberate creation, accentuating the positive, showing you a way to a better life. Accentuating the positive, it's not just bad, it's sanity. Who in their right mind would accentuate anything else? Hi, how are you going? You're with Karen Swain, accentuating the positive on media. It's my intent to present more empowering and loving messages through our media, more love in the media. So I present inspiring stories from people all over the globe who break down the barriers of prejudice, judgment and hatred and uplift our world with their stories and their messages. You can listen to some of my interviews on iTunes, Stitcher, Mixcloud, SoundCloud, Soul Traveller Radio and Community Radio here in Sydney. Please subscribe and support Positive Media. You can stay up to date with the show on Accentuate the Positive Radio with Karen Swain on Facebook or go to karenswain.com and you'll see most of the podcasts there. Today on the show I have a fascinating guest, Brian Cassie. She's a transsexual transitioning from male to female. So we're going to hear her story and how she's coping in this time of great transition. You're listening to FM 99.3. Good morning, you're with Karen and Merva. And we have a special guest in the studio with us today. Cassie, good morning, Cassie. Good morning. How are you today? A little nervous, He's but that's okay. Very nervous. Nothing to be nervous about, is it, Merva? No, it's and not. No. I promise you that. <laughs> you promise a lot of things, for sure. <laughs> so Cassie's come in to talk to us about her lifestyle. Now, Cassie is a man. Yes. Called Brian, yes. who is also a woman. Called Cassie. Called Cassie. Tell me how that works. When did you first know about this? Pretty much when I was seven. Seven. Yeah, typical story. Started dressing mother's clothes. Okay. At seven and then sort of in and out of denial, hatred of yourself for quite a long time. Mm. Pretty much in teenage years, started to grow up a little bit and sort of get a bit more comfortable, but still very much in that closet. Mm. Not sure what colours were inside. I like to think they were rainbow, but mm. not sure. Um, that continued till I was early 20s and then I went to university in Leeds in UK and there was a club called Vague and to get into Vague you have to either queue for a long time or you go as a tranny basically. Oh right, so everyone that gets into Vague has to be a tranny. No, if you want to get past the door queen, I'll be polite, you could dress up and be, she'd just like let you in. So started going there a lot and started to get that feeling that, hey, this is actually quite good, and I'd go out a lot more. Mm. So I was 94, and then 95, the real personality of Cassie started to appear, and I'd go out a lot. And I didn't go out and tell a lot of people, but people sort of knew. The people who are good friends with you know, and they're just waiting for you to tell them. Yeah. And you wait and wait and wait, and you're like, oh, when are you going to get around to it? Mm. And then when you do, there's a friend of mine in, in Melbourne, and I'd waited a couple of years, and I was so scared to tell him. I thought of all people I knew he was going to be the one who was going to just shut down on me. Mm. And he went, yeah, explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, seriously? 
I have worked myself up so long and mm. so hard to do this. I know. It's interesting because it's just the story in your head yep. about how people are going to reject you. You're yes. going to be rejected. Yeah. But what's really interesting, I think, that when you're not out of the closet and whatever, whatever, you're not talking about your disease or you're not talking about your sexuality or you're not talking about something that you feel is really you, mm. is that you're actually lying to yourself. Yeah, and you become a good liar to yourself. Yeah. Mm. So you, you constantly lie because that's the only way you can sort of rationalize what the problem is and until you stop lying to yourself and then you go oh, okay well maybe i should actually just do this more and more mm. and then you find it's not such a big deal i've, I've been really lucky i think I've, I've made sure my friends have been the right friends so they've all supported me mm. i think there's some people possibly on the edge who just sort of look at you in that quite quizzical way and there's another friend in melbourne and she'd always sort of accepted and I kept saying, well, come out and we'll have fun. And she's like, no, I'm not sure. And she'd always come up with excuses. And then finally she came out and we went clubbing. And the next day she said, I've got to apologize to you. I'm like, why? She said, I should have come out months, if not years ago, because that was one of the greatest nights I've ever had. It was mm -hmm. hilarious. And that was a bit of a shock to me because it's like, wow, you, Ash said on that talk, people have their own closets. Mm -hmm. And when you confront them with something that's quite big, they have their own issues that, you sort of forget about yourself and you go, go oh, well, maybe they've got some issue. And it, it's difficult when you've got your own thing to step into someone else's eyes and see what's going on there. And it's, it's a challenge for both. Yeah. Oh, look, I think we all have closets. Yeah. And uh, one of my favourite teachers, Esther Hicks, says, you know, you can't slap a smiley sticker on an empty gas <laughs> okay. gas tank you know you're running on empty because yep. when you're lying you're running on empty and mm. you've got a big smile on your face yeah it's, and it's um, fake. look people do it mm. they have financial closets maybe they're going broke and they're trying to appear successful mm. and sometimes it's just good to get real because when you get real you can you can move from there you can mm. go from there but a lifestyle like yours what it does is it, it attracts real people around you because the yep. ones that aren't real are going to fall away yeah they have to so you know that the people cope. in your life that are accepting you for who you mm. are are real yep. and that's got to be a good thing mm. because you Definitely. don't want to hang out with people that are too judgmental anyway no, no they're not no. and every time i do go out it is a case of i meet lots of people and they're all just so friendly and mm. it's like hi who are you i'm like cassie who are you and you start these conversations and I, there's a friend who i've met here in sydney and we were at the imperial so, uh, the only time she's actually been there with her boyfriend and we're becoming good friends and we went out for dinner on Thursday and my partner managed to put chilli in her eye, which is the most hilarious thing I've seen for a couple of months. And it, it just that's where you get friendships from. Yeah. And but interestingly enough, I'm talking about your partner. You've got your girlfriend here with you. Yeah. So you're a male. You're born a male, but you, what does it look like, Cassie? You want to be a woman? Do you want to be a woman full time or you like being both? How does that work? So I... At the moment, I like being both. Yeah. Mm. Uh, which is a bit selfish because I try and get the best of both best worlds. Best of both worlds. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, although, you know, heels can be a bit of a problem. <laughs> Tell me about uh, it. I can't wear them anymore. <laughs> no way. <laughs> so I'm only wearing five-inch heels today. It used to be the case of I was so wanting to be a woman that that was the only end state. Mm. So you sort of become focused on something that's not necessarily the right goal. Yeah, but if you think you can't have it, you get obsessed with it. Yep. Mm. So yeah. So you, you want it more and more. And then over the last four years where I've had quite a lot of help from uh, the medical profession, mm. so you know, experts along that way, you, you get more and more used to what you actually want. Mm. And that, as long as you're aware of that change, you, you become more, well, what do I want? 
And is it a case of, is it going to be that end goal of being transitioning and going permanent female? Mm. And then you become more and more comfortable with where you actually are. And then that changes the conversation and you yeah. go, well, do I really want to do that? And the answer is no, because I'm far more comfortable today than I've ever been. Yeah. Okay. And I think because I've never been that discomfortable, mm. it was a case of I've got to do the full thing right. to be right. Yeah, it's that interesting, makes sense. Isn't it? Now you go, well, I'm not sure. Mm. I, I've got some friends who were basically, they, they were saying they were gay at the time. Yeah. And then woke up pretty much one day and went, no, I'm actually transgender. Mm. And within three weeks, they'd gone full time, mm. which was, wow, geez, a bit of a shock for a lot of people, mm. their work colleagues. Mm. And then two years later, they had the operation and they are full-time female. Full-time female. And absolutely loving life. But are they full-time female and dating men or are they full-time female and dating women? Dating men. Dating men, okay. So as far as they're concerned, they they are just women. Mm. And I know it's a terrible term, passable. They they look fine, you wouldn't know. Passable, yeah. And they they just are women. Yeah, they're women. And, And that's the thing. So there are people who will just go, yeah, okay. Yeah. I was talking to a gay friend of mine who said something to me recently. He said that there's two different parts of the brain. There's the part of the brain that relates to what you look like in your sexuality, like whether you look like a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. And then there's the part of your brain which determines your sexuality, whether you want to be with a man or a woman. Yep. And you can mix that up. Yep. And so you're someone who wants to look like a woman, but you're actually not gay. Yep. And But as a woman, you would be gay, but as a man, you would be straight. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where it just confuses the hell out of most people. Yeah, it's interesting mm. that there are these two aspects of the brain which I didn't know about before yes. I had this conversation. Yeah. That you can tell there's a lot of men that are gay, but they look very manly. They want to be men, yep. but they want to be yeah. with men. Yes. Yeah. So, what about the sort of psychological? Like, would do you feel? I mean, you look different, obviously. <laughs> Thank but <I> hope so. <laughs> yes, you look very different. But how do you feel different? Like, what's the feeling? Do you have another, almost like another personality? Or would you feel like you're the same person? No, I'd say there's a definitely a different personality. Mm. More so, well, actually, this is going to sound strange again, less so today. Okay. So a friend of mine a couple of years ago said, she was talking about going out and being Cassie. And she just went, it's two personalities. How can you not know this? Mm. But until someone shows you the mirror or points it out, you, mm. you don't know. And at that point, it was very much reflection and going, Wow, the, the, it was very much a, a very divisive. There was Brian who was trying to be very straight. Mm. And then there was Cassie who was sort of overemphasizing trying to be female. And then over mm-hmm. the last, well, when you, you go out and you, you've got to try and pass and you, you over you push over-emphasize, things yeah. as opposed to just trying to be natural. Yeah. But in the last 18 months, that's changed. Right. So they've come together a lot. So Brian is possibly a little bit. Yeah, I'm a bit more gayer and happier and less <laughs> And stressed. Cassie's less, less yeah. outgoing. Yeah, but also things such as the makeup's changed. Right. So I used to wear trowels full of makeup and it would take two hours to get ready and it right. was just, mm-hmm. and I was more drag queen mm. than anything else. Mm. Now I have some friends and a good hairdresser I know has given me some makeup lessons. Mm. So the amount I put on is a lot, lot less. Mm. And sadly, I can go out and pass. Mm. which is a terrible thing because it sounds really strange. I like to be seen, which is why I go out clubbing and dance on podiums and go mm. crazy. Mm. But at the same time, I'm really happy when I do go to Coles and I go shopping. No one looks at me. Mm. And it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. You're with Karen and Merva accentuating the positive on FM 99.3. We're talking about 
getting real, coming out, being real. And I've got Cassie in the studio with us. We were talking to Cassie in the last hour. Cassie is Brian. Brian, Brian is, is Cassie. Cassie. <laughs> Hello. Brian okay. is born, has been born a man who feels like he wants to be a woman. But as we discussed in the last hour, actually, you said that you had this burning desire to be a female, but when you relaxed around it, you can yeah. be both. Yeah, you just don't necessarily need that outcome. And you just start to become comfortable in your own skin. And that's mm. that's the big difference. Mm. Yeah, and it takes time, and you've got to you've got to explore things and make lots of mistakes. Mm. And I think a lot of people, especially around their own sexuality, are afraid of mistakes because they don't want sort of the stigma of going, "Well, maybe I'm gay," and then finding, "Well, no, actually, I'm straight." If you come out too much, how do you go back in? Yeah, people don't that's like true, that. Actually, like, yeah, oh, you know, you know that's what? That's really true. that's really interesting because I was at a healing expo, the Embrace yeah. Life Healing Expo, a couple of weekends ago, and I booked a massage with this mm. woman. And she looked at me. I sat down. She says, "What do you want?" And I said, "Oh, just a lovely massage." And she looked at me. She goes, "Do I know you?" And I go, "Oh, yeah, everybody knows me." One <laughs> 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 of those faces. Everyone says, "You look like my sister. You look like my mother. You look my bro- and my brother." Anyway, and. Uh, <laughs> And she said, no, I know you. And she said, I had been at school with her some 30 years before, like junior school. I hadn't, or beginning of high school actually, I hadn't seen her for that many years. And she remembered me and I said, oh, right, I remember you. You're the girl that came out. Well, she Mm. came out and said, I'm a lesbian. And, Mm. of course, that created so much grief in this Mm. private girls' school in the eastern Mm. suburbs. And then she said, yeah, yeah, I did. She said, but I'm actually not gay. I got married and had three kids. Oh, wow. <laughs> so she thought when she was about 14. She was gay. Yeah, yeah she thought she was. Yeah. Because you're really not sure and you just have to explore and mm. people put in their own box. Yeah. And you're like, you don't want to do something that you might regret or might come out in future. Say you're yeah. looking for a job and someone says, I know you. Like, It's like, it's hard. It's mm. really hard. Well, uh, we were talking about this just before, oh. but it was off air. Because obviously we're talking a lot about men um, wanting to be a woman. Yep. and I, Male to female. I, yeah. And what about the other way around? Because I said you don't really see that as much or I don't think I see it as much. No, it, it, there is some people. Yeah. It's, it's a smaller number. I yeah. believe it's around about a, a fifth to a quarter of equivalent male to female mm. as opposed to female to male. The most famous really is Cher's son. Oh, she, yeah. Daughter, son. 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 Yes. Yeah, daughter, son. Daughter, yeah. son. Yeah, that's Shaz right. Cher's Bono. Mm. Yeah, so she's transitioned. So mm. like, that's one of the big examples. But there's very few. It's um, not really sure why. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's easier it? maybe to be male as female. Mm. But, you know, the male is still sort of put in a box. And as we were saying, that if I was a man and wore a skirt to work, it'd be like, what's going on? Mm. But... A woman can quite happily wear trousers. Yeah. You know, yeah. the emasculation of females has, has become a lot open and more clear in the last sort of century than ever yeah. before. So it's it's different, but there could and be I, just an underlying psychological reason. I'm not sure. I'm wondering as well, because nowadays, I mean, a lot of women have taken on more of a masculine role in yeah. society in general. Yeah. And look masculine. And it's, it's, mm. it's okay to do that, yep. even on a personal level. Yep. Um, whilst the other way around, it's not, I it's, mean... It's still frowned upon. Yeah, it is. And it's about that male vulnerability really it's still not a hundred percent no not at all accepted and if you look at some of the figures i know in the uk where the breadwinner is actually female yeah has gone from basically nothing in the last 20 30 years to Mm. you know nearly half yeah the saying so it's like that's a big change and and that's contributing to you know not necessarily a crisis of confidence with men but we also Mm. see the change in male grooming habits 
you know, it's seen as a big yes. market. So maybe the change for the male is actually coming in the next few years. I think it's happening. I mean, I'm obviously from Sweden, as most people know, and I know over there with regarding maternity leave, it's split 50-50, so the male can actually stay mm. home as yep. long as the woman. So, yep. I, And I think that's a huge... And I, I would assume it would have been the first ones in the world to do that. Yeah. But it is it is happening slowly but surely, but it's uh, it's taken a little bit longer. Which is a shame. And yeah. I think we've all fought for freedom mm. in different ways. Mm. You know, either it's just getting out of the closet or um, it well seen as what's coming up this weekend with mm. Remembrance Day for, yeah. for major conflicts. Mm. And yet the majority of the population still seems to be stuck in their own major closet yeah. and can't do anything about it really. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm lucky because I've, I've moved, I've changed, and I yeah. had to. You know. Let me ask you, when you're being Brian, because you've got a very corporate job, you're yep. in IT and it's very mental, very corporate, which is yes. equated, that energy is equated to being masculine, that yep. sort of intellect. When you're being Cassie, do you feel more intuitive and more emotional? Oh, yes. But even when I sort of step outside of work, things mm. change. Right. So at times I'll just be sitting there and my partner will say, I'll just be watching TV and next thing I'm crying. Mm. She's looking at me going, you're nuts. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm just watching TV yeah. and I can feel, mm. feel the emotion and just mm. really get involved, which yeah. if you're a, a man or a boy, it's like you can't do that. That's just not acceptable. Do you think that's one of the, I mean, I understand um, the whole idea of wanting to dress as a woman, but I'm wondering if there's a thing about that, like there's a need for men to be able to express themselves more and be more vulnerable yep. by doing what you're doing and what a lot of people are doing it makes it easier to be to be vulnerable I and to so. be i don't know we call it female but it's not really female no, it's, it's just, just you know really what we really are in touch with your emotions yeah exactly it's not really female at all <laughs> we've but. all got we all think and feel and it yeah. doesn't mean you have to be male or female exactly. you just just think and feel mm. and have a balance of both some people overthink things and mm. don't feel into it some people yeah. overfeel things and don't think rationally about it so yeah. it's having that balance mm. yeah sure which is what you're sort of playing with you're playing yeah. with those two different energies yeah. thinking feeling yeah. thinking feeling uh, do you find it work because you're really good at what you do do you find that that intuition comes in and that you're really good at using the intuition Yes. as well yeah, with the that, intellect that just pops in every now and again and you just mm. feel as if something's changing or it's also when I, I do a lot of sort of sales and I can feel if things are going slightly wrong and you sort of call right. things out a little early and people are like how do you know that it's mm. like felt it mm. which you can't really say because still they don't people, get that yeah no, they like the scientific oh there has to be a rationale and you go nah just I could see this was not going right and you mm. can feel things going wrong and people behaviour well, change uh, Oh, the day when people that. use your your intuition as, yeah. yep, that's spot on. Because mm. all the most successful business people in the world will tell you that their intuition leads them. Yep. Oh. You know, they, they're logical and mm. they work things out and think about things and creative in their thinking, mm. but they feel it. They're mm. feeling into mm. whether this is the right decision or the wrong decision. Mm. So tell me, how does your girlfriend feel about you? You're very lucky you're with someone who understands. Yes. I think at times there's some challenges because she's she's in a relationship with two other people, Brian mm, and, people. and Cassie. Mm. I'm very lucky because we met on a podium in a nightclub in Sydney yeah. where I was Cassie. So it wasn't having to okay. explain yeah. right. something like, of like, okay, I've got to sit you down, there's, mm. there's a big secret, mm. which I've had to do in the past, and that's really mm. hard, and that, that causes angst and breakups. Mm. And I've seen it happen for, for others. Mm. So I've been very lucky. So it's never been hidden and it's always been open. And she's actually helped me develop a lot in the last year and a half mm. and become 
more together and one and, and accepting. More comfortable with yourself. Yeah. yeah. So Very it's lucky. been a beautiful thing for mm. me. You're lucky. Mm. Very, Very lucky. lucky. <laughs> mm-hmm. She would probably say she's lucky too. Mm. I hope so. <laughs> she's here smiling in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been beautiful. fabulous to talk with you today. Thanks so much, Brian and Cassie, for coming in and talking with us on Accentuate the Positive Radio. It's been such a joy. Thank you. Thank you for beautiful. having me. Thank it's been you. a fascinating conversation. Marcia Hines. I'm coming out, baby! Woo! Thanks for joining me, Accentuating the Positive, on Soul Traveller Radio. I hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, if you missed any of the interviews, you can go to my website, karenswain.com, and hear the podcast of the full interview. Head over to Facebook and like our Facebook page, Accentuate the Positive Radio with Karen Swain. Also, Blissful Beings Reminders from Home. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Bye for now. Like that's what you want to do